Welcome to Get in the Herd, a podcast about addiction and recovery brought to you by the McShin Foundation. If you or a loved one are looking for real discussions about addiction, recovery, stigma, advocacy, and most importantly, hope, then stick around. Thanks for joining us. Now sit back and get ready for another great episode of Get in the Herd. There it is, live, John Shenholzer with the McShen Foundation in Richmond, Virginia, here on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. For those of you who do not know me, my name is John Shenholzer, I'm president and co-founder of the McShen Foundation here in Richmond, Virginia, Virginia's leading authentic recovery community organization, as well as a person in what I call long-term recovery myself, which means if uh, God willing, the creek don't rise next month, be 38 years clean, and uh, I'm very proud of the fact and humble that I can be clean that long and have a life and have these conversations. Today I got two outstanding guests today. I got Kevin Triple with me. He uh just celebrated I want to say seventeen years clean. Seventeen years. Big time and I got another fellow. We're gonna we, we we gave him a stage name. We're gonna call him Igor and you'll know why we call him Igor later in the show. But uh he actually had a pretty cool journey as well we're gonna talk about. We're keeping him incognito though. In case he, we don't want to incriminate ourselves today. So this is an unusual show. Uh, of course, we meet people where they're at. We talk about multiple pathways to recovery. And SAMHSA has a great definition of recovery, which basically when you boil it down, it means if you're doing better today than yesterday, you're in recovery. So anyways, uh, just briefly, uh, well, I'll start with you, Kevin. Just give us a little 60-second elevator dissertation on who you are, what you're doing, what's going on. <clears throat> All right. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm an addict. My name is Kevin. I've been my clean day was uh, July 14th, 2003. Uh, I met John on uh, July 13th, 2003, on his back deck. And uh, yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk more right, about that. Right. Yeah, and uh, I'm uh, I'm just been on this journey ever since. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm. I've learned to be one of those productive members of society now. So. Living the dream, baby. Living, Living the dream. The dream. Right. We're going we're gonna to drop back on your journey a little bit. Igor, how about you? Quick briefing on you. Huh? Well, as far as recovery <laughs> goes? Or, yeah. Um, I was introduced to 12-step recovery uh, at a young age pretty much due to you um, don't blame that on me man yeah i, I gotta blame you 100 percent. no but uh so i've been through many different through the 12 you know 12 step programs you've been rehab jail uh, rehab jail homeless shelter homeless uh, uh, in and out refuge recovery smart recovery i've done all of it uh I've tried all of it and i i, I liked all Medi- of it. medication replacement yeah, oh therapy. absolutely yeah mat now, how uh, old are you uh, I'll be 33 this 33? You're that old, man? When, yeah. when did we first meet? How old were you? Um, probably age six, maybe six, early six 90s. Or seven, yeah. yeah. You used to paint. Uh, well, don't, you know. don't tell all the tales because then yeah, they, they might yeah. figure out who you are. Uh, yeah, you know? it's already obvious yeah. by my voice, but yeah. It's cool. Well, just to those that know you, you know what I mean? But, you know, if the DEA comes knocking, they ain't going to know who you are. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, anyway, you're doing good today, right? Doing wonderful today. All right, we're going to drive back more on you. Kevin, over back to you. That 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 day, what did you call it, July 13th? Right. I right. remember Daniel brought you over, right? My brother had gotten in touch with Daniel, who's a lifelong friend of our of right. family, and uh, and he had been in touch with Daniel. And he, um, my brother came and asked him to, uh, he said, I, I need to do something for my for my brother and uh reached out to daniel and daniel said bring him on over to john's and, and house. daniel had a little clean time then right john uh daniel would be clean i believe uh 18 years so he had yeah. about a year yeah and, he had, yep yep this yep. is this is up in hanover county yeah, yeah, and then he brought you over there you had long hair i had long hair i was probably uh, 190 pounds and, and i remember we're, we're on our deck talking and i don't think you said five words did you no, I, I amazingly listened. I mean, it was like, my God, Daniel, could you bring me somebody next time I could have a conversation with? Right. I mean, well, I, I just remember being a beautiful day and, and, and uh, y'all, t- you know, sat around in a circle and the guys that you were with were everybody told a little bit of their story. And, uh, and he said, if you want what you have. 
and which was nothing more than they were smoking cigarettes and drinking Pepsi and just as peaceful and laughing and whatnot. And, uh, and I said, yeah, I do. I want that. Yeah. And, uh, and then we, we took you to treatment, didn't we? Went to the treatment next day. So I, my, my clean date, I, I, I called Did I drive you up there or something? No, my brother. Your brother drove My brother took me, yeah. We hooked you up with, it was Karen the in Karen Pennsylvania. Karen Foundation, that's right. Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. Right. So, so you, so you, Daniel brings you over. We do a 12-step call on the deck. You say, I'll go to treatment. We hooked you up with Karen. Your brother drove you up there the next day. Yep. And you one of those people who've been really Clean since your first Clean ever day. Since, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Man. Man. So, how was the treatment episode? Was it good? Uh, yeah, it was great. I only spent thirty days. I wish I spent about a, you know three hundred sixty-five days. Up right. Well, Magic Mountain. Easier, I mean, they, they, they call it Magic Mountain for a reason. Right. Yeah. Nobody. Yep. Nobody I, wants to leave the mountain when they get up on yeah, the mountain. I, right. I. I, <laughs> I remember just turning my will and my life over and and in there and uh, and saying I want to do this and uh, and so. I, I don't know if I fooled the counselors, but they said, yeah, you, you'll be good in 30 days. So right, them out. Yeah. right. So we're going to get back to that. When you, I remember when you came back down, and then you, we'll talk more to you in a minute. I'm, I'm trying to do the same identical timelines. So back to you, Igor. Sure. So I think your mama contacted me when you were probably 18 or 17. Nin- or 19. 19. 18, 19 you weren't yeah. that old. And she said, oh, my God, you know, Igor is all messed up. You know, you might have been right if you predicted this, you know. Yeah. And, uh what do we do? And, I, and so that would be like 14, 15 years ago. Yeah, 2008. The beginning hey, of 2008. So, so that'd be, that's uh, 12 years ago. Yeah. So we started trying to help you 12 years ago. Yeah. And uh, you were an opiate addict at 18, yeah, terrible at 18 man. And, uh, you know, I try to hook you up and get you detox, but somehow you got sucked into the MAT. Wasn't there a Suboxone? Uh, or? Not at that time, no. Uh, well, we won't get too deep into that story, but yeah, you got me. Uh, introduced me to it, yeah, and, and, right. And then uh, from there, you know, I was eighteen, super. Stupid. You you won't you won't feel in the recovery side. No, not at all. I mean, I was still so new to it, and and I already had this kind of, and I, I still fight with this a little bit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, you, you, back then, you were you were like totally non-compliant. Yeah, hundred. You know, everybody was trying to get you help, but you hundred percent. And then you started screwing up, but you were introduced to recovery, though. Yeah, you, very. You, you early. were connected yeah. to the recovering community. Absolutely. So now you had exposure, sure, to two way of life: active mm-hmm. addiction way of life, yeah, and a recovery way of life. Yeah, it changes you no matter. Even if you're not trying, it'll right, still, it'll still get up in yeah, your head absolutely. and whatnot. Now, back to you, Kevin. You came back from rehab, and uh, I remember you wanted to play guitar. You you did play guitar. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I was playing. Yeah. And then did you live at home, or you went into recovery? Uh, uh, my younger brother actually put me up for about 30 days. 30 days? 30 days, and I... I Came to meetings around town and whatnot. Yeah, and you were big into meeting. You went to a meeting every day, I think. Through, yeah. And you got yeah. connected and you, right. were do, you were doing the meeting thing. Uh, and then you were working? You had a, you were no, got a no, job? No, I, I didn't work then. So how long before you got a job? How clean were you? Oh, I was playing nine months. I had, yeah, so I, some, I put it off as long as I could. So for nine months, you basically just went to meet and kept your head right. I did. I was kept very the stress low to you, be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, I, but I you weren't know. living, you know, high on the, the hog or nothing. The stress was never too low, but right. I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, no, I no, by no means. I, I at, at thirty days of being back around town, there was too many places and people and stuff that I'd seen, and I before I got clean, I'd, I'd wanted to move. And uh, I, I came back and went to meetings and found out about Oxford houses and whatnot. And then I, I decided I was going to move into an Oxford house. Yeah, one, one morning and moved that evening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but where, where was it? Which that one? was in Seattle, Washington. That's what I was getting yeah. at. It wasn't in Virginia. No, it wasn't in Richmond. Mariners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said you said I'm going to Seattle. I'm yeah. going to go, I'm going to do the coffee house scene, play That's guitar. Right. Yeah, I was going to do something. I had big dreams. Yeah, and I remember I'm thinking, holy smoke, are you kidding me? You're going to leave all this to all go this. there. And I heard you play guitar, and you're pretty good at the guitar, but then I heard you sing. Yeah, a lot to be desired in that. Right? Well, That's all right. you got heart, man. Sometimes got hard work, man. Hello, yeah. Carrie. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. So you go to Seattle, and you, right. get, you get plugged into the recovery scene out there. 
Yes, I did. And you and you yeah. you're following your dream. You're following your heart. Yeah. And I remember I you sponsored up out there too. Oh yeah. Home oh, yeah. grouped yeah. up. And yeah. Yeah. Got service. You, you were calling yeah. periodically, keeping me updated. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. It was kind of cool. I, I, yeah. I was trying to follow your suggestions the best I could. And I, I do recall uh, you did have some relationships early on. Some. I know you had a girlfriend way back then. Little, little yeah, I came a little bit later. I came a little bit later, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's so, some of that. Well, that's all good. You're launching and you're recovering. Now, right. back to you, Igor. You know, I ain't going to let you get too far from the mic, so don't get too comfortable. So, you, now you, on the other hand, you were like super defined, in and out of recovery, couldn't in put some clean time together, always wanting to do something. Bits and pieces. Bits yeah. and pieces. Well, like, what's the most you've been clean in the last... Well, I mean, have you ever been off of everything? Oh, yeah, many times, years together. Together. Uh, what's, lot, the, what's the longest you were in accident? In one yeah. chunk, uh, maybe nine months. You had nine months off of everything? Yeah, I was Nothing. here with you. Here oh, with all you. right, so when you hear mix in, you can get clean. Well, yeah, under the proper state supervision. <laughs> oh, you're on probation. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know. So how were you feeling when you was clean? For nine months. About the same as I do now. Great. Great. Yeah, uh, wonderful. Uh, free. 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 I still feel a little bit tied down. But but, uh, you, but you relapse. Of, you know, you've been relapsing. Chronic like. relapser. I mean, over and over, especially uh, when I was younger. And I got to a point, uh, I think when I had my, my son, it kind of changed my outlook a little bit. Uh, but like I said, I just have a little bit of a different viewpoint. We're going to get to that. We're going to get but to just, that. But I'm just trying to make it none. Like, as far as recovery time, maybe I don't want 100%. Well, technically, uh, you've been in recovery the whole time. I, I agree. And I, I, agree. I, just, I just sectioned it with the sure. word clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's so many pathways to recovery. There's so many Cheers. people willing to do certain things. Yeah. And, and I, I think in 2020, uh, nationwide, recovery community organizations, they're, they're learning to meet people where they're at. Sure. You love them where they're at. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one person's definition of clean or, or pathway may not be another. So that's why you're on the show today. Because, you know, you, you got, you know, you got your own particular pathway that's working for you. Yeah. And, we, and we're going to talk about that sure. in a minute. So, Kevin, when you came back from Seattle, how long were you out in Seattle? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Nine Good years. Lord, that was a long time. Yeah, man, yeah. Then you just had enough one day and came home? Uh, well, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, I was kind of in one of those, I wouldn't say ruts, but I just had an opportunity with some business and stuff and, and family, and, and uh, it was just time to make a change. So, you know, yeah. I'm just a believer that it's my path is already laid out. So I was just trying to find the next right kind thing of, to kind do. Kind of uh, check the boxes on your yeah, life, man. Yep. And you, you got Seattle checked on. Right. You know, I, I don't believe you, you get to choose where your roots are, you know, and my roots are with family and, and everything is here, and uh, so I came on back. Right. How long did you stay in Oxford out? In, uh, not too long, but yeah. maybe six, uh, 60 days maybe. Well, that's yeah. still a good little hit, yeah, though, man. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Oxford. I, yeah. I believe, man, they're, they're awesome. Oh, they, for a guy like me, they're just perfect. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> I mean, I, you know. Yeah. So when you came back, did you plug back into the community you left? Or? Uh, no, not that was. I, I mean, I still talk to the people that I was friends with. Friends I remember when you came back. Yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah, totally different space. Right. Um, and just really got involved in my job and and. You met a girl here. Yeah, I met once someone got married. Yep. Got yep. two kids yeah, now. Got two kids now. Yep. You're living the dream. Living the dream, buddy. But you, but you never let go of your music. You love your music. Well, I, I kind of did. And then the opportunity came back up, and, and uh, I explored it. And next thing I know, I have my album done. So you just cut, you just cut an day. album. We're going to yeah. talk about that in a minute. Back to you, Igor. How you feeling, buddy? I feel wonderful. Wonderful. Now, tell me a little bit about, talk about, you're in and out for the last 12 years. What was working? What wasn't working? Touch on that. Well, uh, one of my biggest problems, or it could be viewed as a strength to some, but I, I have a real problem with any authority figures. And it's just been, it's maybe just the way I come up. I don't know. It's just I've had that, it. That's inherent with addiction. I don't think Yeah, most, I think we all do. Like but it's authority. like on a terrible, extreme level with me. 
as we can, we'll get. When you say authority, you're talking like Just family, anyone, friends, anyone. I, I question anyone that wants to have authority over another person. I just, I don't understand. Seems the opposite of spiritual to me, but that's just. Well, yeah. good Lord, you're a public safety hazard, you know what <laughs> big, I mean? Big, I, absolutely. I, like, I like champion. You needed to be on a leash, man. For, for a while, for a while. But but yeah. don't, it, but here we are. So somewhere along the line, you got into MAT, right? Uh, Medication. Yeah, many times, yeah. on, off, uh, you know, and I think it helps, but I also think it's a ter- very sharp double-edged sword. For you. For I think for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, we're talking about me, you. We'll yeah, that's right. Me, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, like crazy uh, women is the problem. That's for you too. that's worse than the drugs, uh, by far. That's number one. We're gonna have to do a podcast on relationships. Oh, I should be the top guest. For you I don't there. know. Man. You might what want to not listen. to do? What not to do? What not to do? To follow. That's what I tell people. Just do whatever it is the opposite of what I did. It's kind of like a stock, right. like a stock market. If you want to make money in the stocks, buy opposite of what I buy, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll get rich. Yeah, I got you. So if I pick them, you ain't getting nowhere. So, so. You're in and out. You're, you're hanging, but actually, you've been hanging around recovery. You know, years. I, yeah, I mean, you kind of like the social part, right? You love the people. Yeah, it reminds me of like another world that I come <laughs> from with the music and everything. So the, the fellowship uh, aspect of it, I can, you know, I love that. And I know you love people. You're a people person. The spiritual man. thing, I, yeah. I'm all for that. I just, you know, I get a big kick out of you every time you're in my life. Every time, even when you're doing bad and you suck, I still enjoy being I'm around. Sure, you're man. the one guy that you're beat half to death. You may not make it through the day, but yet for some reason, I just love being around you. You know. Yeah. You got that energy about you. Hey, that makes yeah. sense. Now, Kevin, energy. you you run off for years, come back, kept a low profile, got married, steady career, life is good. I bump into you one day, and it's, it's like hit my long lost buddy, man. Right. right. And uh, then then talk about cutting an album because a lot of people in recovery probably have a dream to cut an album, or you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. Before I got clean, I was in a band and we were making an album. And um, I was at the end of my drug use, and I, so I got real radical and real righteous and blah blah blah. And they ended up they kicked me out of the band and took all my parts out of the album. So that was really you know. And at that time, that was everything to me. So your addiction cost you your album, your part of the album, yeah, your band. yeah, I and mean, my identity right then and there, yeah. you know, because that was uh, that was how I. You know, just thought of myself as, you know, whatever. So, uh, you know, and going through, it wasn't just as simple as getting in the car and driving out here to Seattle or whatever. But along the way, I just learned about writing and, and the therapeutic value of, of putting thoughts and, and, and stuff onto paper. And, and uh, you know, I didn't even start playing guitar until I was 23 after I got my second DUI. And that was another low point. You better learn some blues songs. Yeah, you don't no, be getting oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's when, uh, you know, and I always thought about this on, on the songs that I've written because I've written most of these that are on the album. Um, I'll listen to the album. It's a great album, man. Well, I appreciate it. Um, you know, or during my early recovery, there's a few, there's three or four songs that are new that I've written recently, but, um, but they just, uh, it was just, the way I, I, I dealt with things, and uh, and well, one of the ways, and, and I always thought they were depressing songs or whatever. But now I listen back, and I, I you know, they're, they're full of hope. What did your mama tell you when she listened to the album? <laughs> <laughs> she just she she felt sorry for me, I guess, and she just thought that see that I, you you wrote an album that pulled at other people's heartstrings. I mean, that's the gift of right. the artistry behind writing and singing mm-hmm. and the yeah. music. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm proud of it. I, I, she felt sorry that it, it was more about just the pain that I, I pain I was and sadness. She right. tapped into exactly. that. You exactly. know, a mother listened yeah, to her son. Exactly, and, I, and being a father music. now, I totally understand. You know, yeah, you, know, you don't want your kids to hurt. Yeah, but it's so, damn good but music. That's life. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. you know, and and you know, um, it, with the trip about that thing is. Uh, when I was doing my other band, we all, we had this saying, "This is about the time Almost Famous came out," and, and it's all happening. It's all happening. We were make it big, and we were playing shows, and a few yeah. people started to come in or whatever. Oh, we're going. It's all happening. That was used to be one of my favorite songs, and uh, you know, through staying clean every day, one of the guys that played original music 
on that uh, movie is playing on my, my oh, album. Nice. Oh, that's it's, cool, yeah, man. Yeah, cool? it's a small yeah, world out there. It, it, well, it, you know, and it's, it's a it's a good world out there, you know? Yeah. And if you do the next right thing, good things happen. It's a good world that's out right. there. It really is still yeah. a good world in spite of a lot of stuff going on around us. Right. I believe that. So, so Igor, the man's talking about a dream come true over sure, here. Sure, sure. You got any dreams? <sighs> man. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think so, but 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 once again, my problem is like focusing on one thing. Oh, you you've can, been like all over the map since. Yeah, you, uh, I relate heavily to a lot of what he's talking about. A music guy, I, I, uh, I think I heard him say, but I, I think he probably followed through with it a little bit more. I started playing guitar at a young age. Uh, I more so in recent years, I'm more attracted to keys and piano, right. uh, but also. I do a little bit more like futuristic type stuff where make like electronic music or use Ableton, right. stuff like that. So I've been getting into that more. Uh, I just want to do all art, though, right. even if I'm not even good at it. You yeah. know, I just didn't you, you, have a six-year-old You were making son. those crystals, too, right? Oh, yeah. I, I made jewelry for a while. Like, I uh, remember that, man. You got yeah. into you I think I sold dude. your wife some, actually. Yeah, she, she likes <laughs> jewelry. So back to you, sure. Ian. I mean, Igor. Yeah. <laughs> Igor, nice I'm, John I'm, slip up here. <laughs> it's it's fine. Well, the AKA AKA Igor. Yeah. So here you are, <laughs> tripping in and out of recovery. You know, plugging along. No, is that ironic? Uh, um, yeah. I mean, you went to jail for a while, right? Uh, a few different times. Yeah, nothing too. How long? Uh, all together, just no, each in time. The stretch. What's the longest? The worst stretch? was about six months. That's a long time. Still, yeah, half a year. Yeah, you a young man. Uh, yeah. So you, you like the ladies, right? Yeah. So a little six bit months too in much. jail, like, you know, a little yeah, built rough. up. Well, well, it goes back to what you're saying. Absolutely, I agree. You build up the extra testosterone. You're surrounded <laughs> by a bunch of insane people. Um, but I was coming off the MAT. So I felt like shit for the whole six months. Oh, yeah. Nothing, man. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I, I was on a high. And you high like dose. to eat, too. We've been to eat. We've yeah. been out to eat a few times. I know yeah, you like hundreds. Food. I've eaten out with you at least a hundred times. <laughs> at least. And we always got what we wanted, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So you don't get that shit in jail. No, you, no. You get what they give you. But, but. We'll get to it later with my recent uh, transformation, if you will. I, I changed my diet, so I've lost 40 pounds yeah, you look man, good, man. in the you last few months. Uh, but anyway, the MAT thing. Uh, so I was, when I went to jail that time for almost seven months, which it is a huge train wreck of a story. I was in three different jails. Uh, but anyway, I was on. Like 16 milligrams of Subutex at the time. When you went in? Yeah, every day. I mean, for years I had been on it too, like straight, every day. I hadn't. I wasn't so like a lot of jail people. and you go cold turkey. You have to go cold, cold turkey. Uh, I, I was probably coming off of, of other things as well. I, I can't, but you know, I, I wasn't living well. Uh, and anyway, so I went in. And yeah, man, I was, uh, you know, going through like, it's almost like a minor case of, of opiate withdrawal for like 90 days, 60 to 90 days. Coming off of, of Subutex. Yeah, but I think if you did it properly with the, the doctor and you weaned off of it, you can avoid that. But, you know, it's hard, hard to do in the correctional system. Yeah, when, it, when you get locked up in a cold turkey yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't give you, you did know, not have, a, did, not did an Did you go to a program in jail? Well, I have not that time. No, no. I probably should have. I had the opportunity but to the real, to. the real program or whatever. But you didn't do it. Not at the time. No. Your head won't right. It wasn't even that. I just just felt like laying during, around. During your journey in in recovery, sure. your twelve year journey, did did you have any hopes or visions of what you wanted your life to look like? Always kind of what Kevin had stated when he, he first met, yet more so, it's like, I don't have this huge vision for for a career, this or that. I just think uh, I, I always have craved, like, peace, good relationships with my family, with friends, you know, positive uh, connections with people. And then I think everything just kind of comes in due time, like with what he said, of mm. doing the next right thing. I mean, the way I haven't, I don't have the best record. So it's like the career thing I'm trying, but I, I think I've found a good uh, good company I work with now. So, but as far as like 
real dreams like that yeah i think some of mine were probably more along the lines of his music stuff like that but i don't think it's ever too late to do anything i just don't think i'm gonna you know i'm not gonna make six figures a year off doing it, it took me 16 years to get this stuff <laughs> yeah yeah it's, but that's cool man because yeah. I, I think in a way i think even when i look at like well that was a goal you set you, uh, you achieved the goal I, yeah, sure and, and, and there you go and you got set goals and then you work with your goals but kevin back to you here you are 17 years clean did you did you think 17 years ago your life would be like it is today right now couldn't even dream this no, stuff could I you couldn't. i couldn't no, it's, it's, you know, like I said, I got uh, two kids. I've got a loving wife. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I can't believe the, the obsession and the desire to use drugs has left it. It's just gone away. It's gone away. It's, it's been replaced away. with the desire to live a, a yeah. good life and you just yeah. have a good and, life. And, uh, you know, I had a procedure done. And the only time I've had uh, medication, uh, and I remember before they were going to put me under, just boo-hoo and crying because... I, I was scared of what, what, was, what the other side was going to be. Right. Because well, I, of all the stories and, and, and stuff that you hear about people getting on pain pills and stuff afterwards. Yeah, well, I just, uh, I just, the, I'm now just, you know what they're for and how to take them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I just. If uh, it comes up. Yep. I just yeah. afraid of the unleash well, the beast again, you know? Yeah. Well, now, Ian, back to you. I remember talking to you a couple months ago. And you sounded fabulous. And I know your journey. I know what you On the telephone? Yeah. yeah. And I thought, holy smoke, this boy sounds good. Yeah. Because uh, I know you've struggled. You've been ups and downs. You've tried all these different pathways. Sure. And, and you abused them all, too, I might say. For the say. most part. Yeah. I'm a rule bender. Yeah. You've been, you've been the rule every, every step yeah. of the way. But I then a couple that. months ago, we're talking. You sound good. You sound better than I've sure. ever heard you sound. You had your, your wits about you. You could carry out a sentence from start to finish yeah, yeah. you have you got a steady job you've been working steady for a multiple while multiple ones until the pandemic but yeah go ahead but you've been taking care of yourself now right yeah how long you been taking care of yourself without the help or aids of ah dude i don't i'm well being an only child that you know i just i don't like i i don't like asking people for help even because I did it all the time. I, your parents try to help you. Oh, big time. All the over time. and over again. Get um, you in recovery hours sure. and treatment. But, and then, but a couple of years ago, you still, or a year ago, however long it's been, you've been doing your own thing. Yeah, I mean, I, well, the, I, the best time in my life ever for a transformation was when they actually, I was 23 when I went to the healing place. for the, And it was like when everyone completely cut off everything like you're all your bridges are burned yeah that's when i started to open my mind up to i was always kind of a spiritual person but well yeah to your like, dad stripped of everything yeah but your family would employ you when nobody else would. oh absolutely he would yeah. so that was almost that, like enabling then a hundred percent the last hundred percent last year or two you've been totally on your own right well yeah yeah and it's going good yeah it's always it's always uh I think that's just a given, you know. Yeah. You got someone that's that's there, always there to bail you out of something. It, it's detrimental, you know what I mean? And it, it's out of love. Like they just don't, know, you know. Right. I get it, because I since I've been in a relationship where I was the sober person and mm -hmm. they were using it, and I got a little taste of my own medicine, kind of, you know. It's like. And it made me kind of look so, at that. So, what turned your life around here recently? What do you? What's well, happened? man, it's a, it's a it's a mixture of things. I know where you want me to go with this, but uh, you know, do you want me to bring up the the microdosing? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's your pathway, so, man. You, you found something that works well, for you. I always knew about this, and I'm not going to even lie. I've even tried it in the past. I think it's all about like what your intentions are in life. So, like, you can use anything as a tool, right? Just don't use it as a crutch, is the way. Right, is the way right. I look. But anyway, uh, so there's a lot of new research out. I'll start with that um, about uh, low doses of psychedelic drugs, mostly uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah, I've seen some. Uh, Same with of, LSD. A lot though. of documentaries out there's there. There's tons of documentaries stuff. out right now. There's a lot of studies at Johns Hopkins University, which is like, you know, one of the most prestigious. Medical schools, I would imagine, in our country. Well, it's a big scientific proven ground. Yeah, and they, they, uh, but anyway, so back to me, um, I always kind of knew about this stuff. And I was introduced to that world at a young age 
through music. So and you like that. psychedelics? Uh, so I, lo- I love them. I, I don't. I'm, I don't recommend them to people because that's dangerous, dangerous territory. When I tell people, you know, but, what works right, for me, me might me, not. Let work me ask the you this guy. question: You've sure. been you've been on Suboxone a long time, off and on. Well, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, and then you recently started microdosing. Uh Yes, okay. again. And yeah. then, but that's helped get you low doses. Yeah, lowers my dosage. Uh, yes, quit smoking cigarettes. I completely changed my diet. I also had what you would, what we would call in recovery, a, uh, maybe a moment of clarity, like a spiritual awakening of some sort. Uh, I was always kind of closed-minded to that. And I've been like studying different religions and stuff recently, just trying to Find my find your hit, man. Yeah, your purpose. I like Buddhism a lot. Yeah, uh, cool. But the same with like the teachings of mindfulness. Jesus. Yeah, all that yoga, meditation, the meditation. Teaching stuff. Of Jesus is cool. He was all about Jesus love and help. Jesus is great, man. Yeah. I, I think I think man just kind of ruins everything yeah. with, the, with our interpretations. But that's yeah. another story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with the micro, so with psilocybin microdosing, it, it would be like. Uh, like a little chip off a mushroom or something. Exactly. It's it's like a, a sub-perceptual dose. So you wouldn't even feel feel this. But the studies show, right now, they may have just concluded, but they had studies on at Johns Hopkins with, the, with psilocybin, uh, with gambling, alcoholism, and nicotine addiction. And the, the, uh, the statistics, like, the conclusions of all of them made it so it would almost appear that psilocybin somehow it has this mechanism in your brain. Well, what they say it does is it repairs damaged brain tissue. Like there, this is a like fact. You, like now. the neurotransmitter jumping around trying to get in the right spot. It, it apparently it literally it reset it, your brain. Well, it does that too, but they're saying that it regenerates damaged brain tissue. So they're actually looking into all different things about it. But I heard where they give uh, some older folks. I want maybe it was they're all dying of cancer. cancer. Well, that too. Well, yeah. something they gave, were giving them like a three month dose at a time of some oh, macro dose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some type yeah. of uh, psychedelic and it's supposed to enhance their moods. Sure. Extend their life. Oh yeah! I mean, it was some real promise, and what I there's a lot about. of it. Uh, I, I've all I've been preaching this gospel for years, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, in well, recovery, you, it's kind yeah. of a touchy subject because you have. Well, there's an old saying: when the candy man's in charge of his own candy, he has a tendency to over to overeat the, the candy. Yeah. yeah, this monkey can't sell bananas. <laughs> but yeah, the. Uh, uh, no, but no, I get it. Uh, but no, I think it's done wonders. I think, but again, I think it goes back to your intention. If you have intentions of of healing from trauma, or, or, or intentions of of having a better diet, or intentions of not uh, chasing after uh, pleasure, which is essentially just what addiction is. It's like I always want something to fill that void, right? Right. And I I just saw a massive decrease in that. It was bizarre. Stop, and I still hit this little vape thing every now and again. But like, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I was drinking beer here and there. I just, I just stopped all that. And it wasn't even. It's just like a choice to me now. But I have a different perspective on. My perspective is way different than your typical disease model and all that. But that's just my own. Right. Experience. Now, what do your family think of your journey you're on right now? I don't. I couldn't tell you because you, you know, they're uh, well. Well, you know my dad. I mean, my dad's had his brain cancer come. I don't know if you know, but he's had, he's dealing with a lot on his own. But he's, my relationship with both of my parents is better than it's been in decades. Yeah, since I was a te- like a young teenager. Well, I think they look at you like you're finally launching in your recovery. You found sure. a decent orbit that works for you. Yeah, yeah. You become a useful, productive member of society. Yeah, and you've been holding down. Gainful employment for a yeah, while. You got, you got a son. You, you're helping to take care yeah, of your son. Yeah, yeah. Trying as, ba- as best I, I as mean, I can. You, you got a great job. I mean, to me, you are the epitome of, of multiple pathways. Meet them sure. where they're at. Keep an open mind. Yeah. You know, don't don't be so judgmental toward what oh, other yeah. people do or what works for them. Because you're on the brink of death many times. Many times. I mean, I was dead. Uh, you know, Overdose. for sure. Yeah. You know, for hours, and I thank God uh, for the girl that I 
was dating at the time. She saved your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that with I think I mean like going back to the spiritual right. thing. Right. Like there's something to that story because I was gone. Right. Man. I remember waking up, my ears are ringing really loud. It was like. Well, a, when you called me about a month ago talking about Jesus, I'm thinking, oh my God, he got hold of something, man. Yeah. <laughs> God. He's on fire here. But, Kevin, let's jump back to you for a minute. You're paying close attention to this conversation, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to to me, you're the most laid-back, casual dude I think I know, man. It would would almost take a fire in the building for you to get excited about doing something quick, I think. Well, you know, I'm just listening and learning. Conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, there's always – I'm just a believer in staying in my lane and so – and. And uh, it's, I think it's great that he's found something that's working for him, and more power to him. You know? Right. Um, how's, yeah. how's, how's your lane today? I mean, we had lunch together. That yeah. was pretty good. Um, Celebrating your 17 yeah, years. Uh, yeah, 17 years. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, how's, COVID, how's COVID affecting you? Uh, I ain't going to lie. Was, it's been hard. You know, you have two small kids, and luckily my, my wife and I have been able to keep working. Uh, through this, but that you know, with school closing and whatnot, you know, that's just the stress. You always get a tag team at the house now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. How's your side of the tag team? Oh, uh, you know, I, <laughs> avoid, oh, avoid, well, and evade. Let's, let's uh, change subject right now. <laughs> Wife might hear this. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh-huh. she's doing a great job. She's, I know that she's much, a great so. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very blessed. Uh, you know, very lucky. So, ever thought. so you're 17 years clean. You're doing great. You're in recovery. Family life, everything going good. COVID hits. I know the business you're in. I know your business is affected. Your company's affected. Everything's affected. Turned upside down. You know, you got any fears about it? Yeah, I got plenty of fears. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, once I didn't know how bad they could get until you have kids. Right. You know, because I, I like to think that I'm tough as when I'm on my by myself or whatever. I can handle anything. But now that you've got to worry about two other little kids, I mean, they're I believe kids are the most innocent thing in in the world. If you know? we don't look after them, who will, right? It's nothing nothing worse than seeing a kid scared. You know? Yeah, buddy. I, I don't, you know, but imagine all those kids that grew up in Afghanistan or, or I, Lebanon. I do, or, I do, man, I do, and that's why Southside you know, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's you know, but that's hell a rough spot too. I agree with you. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, I I just hope. And pray that people just can grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hope adults, we have a the, world they grow up. Right, the dogs start showing up and all this other stuff. You know? Got it. But now I have seen more of you in the last three months than I have the last That's three true. years. That's you true. Know? So, I feel, uh, so you're getting out a little bit more, a little more connection to. Yeah, I mean, I've I've said this before. You know, I've 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 gone into the church. You know, and we, my wife and I, because we want to, I want to plant the seed in my kids. You know, yeah. I'm a spiritual believer. I'm a believer. You know, and just so you like church. Man. I, That's cool. I, I, you know what it is? Is I, I I like when people come together for for the good cause. Right. You know. That's what I like. I you know I, you take what you need and leave the rest. You take that to church too. Yeah. You know. You know, so, I'm going to ask Ian about that in just a minute because I agree. Connection to community, right? Find a community you can connect to that you like and you want to sure, be around. What's sure. your community, Ian? Huh. <laughs> well, I think I've got many. You, you do. You, I, I know you I do. Absolutely you, do. It's weird. I have, and they're they're kind of conflicting. But uh, well, you can. Yeah, it's almost like you know. I got Republican friends and Democrat yeah, yeah. friends. They conflict. Well, I'm somewhere you know? in the middle. You know, with I'm not talking politics. No, it's it a correlation it, of. But it's still kind of like a microcosm, right, of everything. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I still am in, am in touch with with many people in recovery. In fact, I've been. Oh, talking, Igor! I got the Igor name right. Yeah, it no, you, you haven't for the last four four times. <laughs> Igor, you do it. It is what Igor. it is. It is what it is. But uh. Yeah, so, for instance, uh, I've been talking to someone that you know. Uh, we just talked about him downstairs, about us maybe starting a new thing. Recovery thing? Yeah, or just thing yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, but more like, uh, so it's very, it would basically take aspects of, of like a church, you know, like what he's talking about. Like, it would be a, a fellowship type situation, but without the... 
restrictions you might see. Without restrictions, but also it doesn't even have to be for just a, a recovery addiction. commune it for, could be for beliefs. O- overeating. It could be for gambling. Abuse. I mean, whatever. Just trauma. people that had trauma. Yeah, any of that. And then we all come together. Well, is that like refuge recovery or? I believe it is, yeah. But we were thinking that maybe you'd want to fund the bill. Let us have the meeting Fun? here. Fund? It wouldn't be fun, man. I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, but. Uh, and I'll let you old $20 if that's what you're talking seriously, about. though, kind of like what he's talking about. Because I've been, I wasn't raised in any Well, communes, everybody pitching and pay for it themselves. Yeah, I don't want to use that word because some people, you know. Community. You sure. But, but for instance, like we could do it at the basement here, and it wouldn't necessarily have to be affiliated with, with a 12-step program. It doesn't have to be affiliated with any specific like a, religion. Like a weekly one-hour meeting? Yeah, that's just Come basically. as you are, meet exactly, you where you at. Exactly. And yeah, it's just I, for uh, spiritual guidance. For And everybody gives you, you know, like a, like they say in recovery, or you've set, heard it many times that God probably speaks through the greater. Good. The consciousness God of the people. God will speak through the people around Absolutely. Him. So that's kind of what we're talking about. And we're, but anyway, yeah. So I think my community well, is really. I, hey, Rebecca, you want to join? There's Rebecca. She she wants to join Igor's Amazing. community. Yeah, let's do it. I think we can get her in. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we could get plenty of people in. But what I think about it is, is uh, you know, I have a lot of friends like you. I mean, that are in twelve. I have nothing against. Well, any, I'm, I'm all for every pathway possible, and I think there's more that we aren't exploring. Yeah, you just mainly because the of undiscovered draconian pathway. laws and stuff like this that are just ridiculous. Government overreach, draconian yeah. drug laws, the inability to experiment. Uh, yeah, prisoners of the drug war, all of us. But look, here's what I think: is that we can all come together. And sometimes I did feel like I was like a little, and this was probably just personal insecurity, but I kind of felt like, like a little bit alienated uh, from certain groups because you weren't following their protocol. Because I was on the the mat the mat the maintenance, and it was like even if, and even if I was a hundred percent honest, it's like you still know, you just know how it is, and it maybe it's gotten better. I haven't been to. 12-step meeting in probably 10 when months. When MAT first came on the scene, 12, oh, I, 12 I remember. people terrified of it. They'd been terrified of it even three, four years ago. And, but it's kind of because of people like you, I believe. Open-minded to multiple pathways. Exactly. And that's why. Yeah, I agree. And, and I even saw it. You know, y'all, you guys, and shit allowed me to. To do, you know, you know I'll, I'll, I'll tell both of y'all a little hidden secret of mine. I don't even know if it's a hidden secret, but, you know, it's almost like I'm surrounded by wonderful people all the time. Sure. I mean, straight up, total never did nothing people. Oh, Some yeah. people in recovery that don't do nothing. I mean, I run sure. with different 12-step groups and whatnot, sure. but most favorite people I can possibly run with seems to me the ones that, that are at this table. You know what I mean? It's It's. The, it's the, the fresh people, the new people, the people that are trying to figure out life and where they sure. want to go and how to get there. And and I just I get a great deal of joy from being around folks that I think my alert, my lived experience could possibly rub off on them in one way, shape, fashion, or form. Yeah, so. big time. Yeah, you've always been a, a pretty big inspiration for me, man. You, this guy here saved my life probably what at least four or five. Times. <laughs> You saved your own life. I just had to yeah, get away. Yeah, you, you know? were an accomplice. Um, well, I ain't, I ain't scared to share my thoughts or my experiences, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I certainly ain't scared to get up and go at it either. I've always, uh, I admire people that uh, speak what's on their mind, and you've always been kind of the living example. It does example keep me in trouble that, from time to time. Well, yeah, but that's just because people don't like the truth. That's why I love America. Freedom of speech, <laughs> exactly. man. Freedom I'm of all for Freedom it. to petition your government. Yeah, I mean, for now. For now, yeah. Well, we can still petition. I'm just got to do it virtually. Kind of, yeah. Wear a mask, do it virtually, social distance, but you can petition your government. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. But I ain't trying to go political. Why not? What are you, what are you thinking <laughs> over there? Uh, I'm just listening, trying to learn something. Are you learning anything? I, I learn I'm grateful today, and you know, 
Now, both you guys woke up this morning. You had no idea you're going to be on this podcast today because nah. nah. we didn't line you up till lunchtime. Right, exactly. Did, did you think this morning as you're going to work, you know, living the dream that, you know, I'll, I'll end up on McKen podcast? I had no idea. No, no idea. This is, but I rolled with it when I was yeah. there. So, I, you know. It's a good feeling, ain't it? It is. It's just it's, another blessing along the way. You know? It is nice to have the liberty and freedom to, to you know, do pop-up yeah. stuff like this. Man, this is incredible, I think. Yeah, man. You've come sure. a long way, John. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm still going too. When you when you start way down like I did, you got a long way to go. Can I? Would you ever thought you'd be here holding a, a podcast? No, that many years ago, I, they didn't exist. I can I? I know. Did you? Go you how how much did your daughter influence the podcast? Because I see she has a podcast. Yeah, she does. I would say probably not much. If, if he's any. not giving you a credit, uh, Mary. No, Page. no, Mary Page done a great job with her podcast. Sure. I think she ought to fire it back up and do a nice regular weekly one. Sure, you know, sure. and she probably will. Yeah, I'll be the guest if she needs. Yeah, to. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think especially during. COVID, I, there's got to be a million podcasts, oh, yeah. it's not two million. Yeah, yeah. Not, probably uh, even more than that. Yeah. I've been a big fan of Joe Rogan here lately. Yeah, me Joe too, man. He's, he's, he, you know, he's been talking about all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That podcast, in a way, helped me a lot uh, early on. And I, I, I get texts all the time for people to, to listen to Joe Rogan and yeah. send me clips of what he sure. said. Man, John, you got to hear this, you know, and... Well, I'm a big fan. I don't know if you have either of y'all. I won't go too far into it, but he has a guest a lot. It's another comedian who gets deeply into what I'm, what I was telling you about. Is Duncan Trussell? I don't really ring a bell. Should, I don't remember. You should, you'd like him a lot, but he's, uh, you know, he's a comedian, but he's he's really into the science aspect. He's a Buddhist, uh, but he's. There's a lot to learn from that. I'm sure there is. I learn, I learn from everybody all the yeah, time. Yeah, me too. Man. Learning never stops. What's well, great in this day and age with the technology, man, we have literally the answer to, to just about everything. Well, let me ask talking. both of y'all a question. Right now, we're in the largest addiction spike, a largest relapse spike civilization because has ever COVID. experienced. Because, yes, sure. COVID. I mean, how do y'all think it's going to end? How bad do you think it's going to get? Well... I mean, it, speaking personally, I get it because it makes people isolate, right? We haven't been able to. Go I didn't. Out. I asked you how bad you think it's going to get. What with the addiction, the, the, the epidemic, and oh. the relapse and the death? Well, until the laws change, and I don't want to get too deep, in, but it's not going to change. I hate to say so this. So we're in for a just upward a realist, trajectory for a while. Either that or stay. How you know the statistic? Has it been in an upward trajectory? Big time, big just time. Just in the recent months. Yeah, last four months is blowing up. Well, it up. makes plenty of sense to me just because of the every, the chaos. Chaos isn't good for a lot of people. Uh, and then addiction. isolation is really bad. And for me, I really, I feel like for me personally, I was kind of the opposite. I saw my own friends and stuff like going through, like overeating, doing all this. And I, I feel like thankfully to the you know, microdosing, psychedelics, that stuff. It, it kind of made me so more So you picked a good time to get into it. Oh, yeah. It was big time. Because it just, it literally just forced me. It just forces you to sit there and put a microscope on your life. So it right. makes you very introspective. And then it's like, I can you either shit or get off the pot. Like, I can keep sitting here. I know what to do. But do I put it into action? And it helped me. And I'm not saying it would work for everyone, but with the right intentions, living healthy, doing the next right thing is a big one. You know, helping people. With wait, wait, wait till all the overweight people find out the microdose and you lose weight. No, 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 <laughs> don't, don't. No, nah, it's got nothing to do with that. What do you mean? I, I well, think, that was just a that was all of me. Yeah, but if you take some microdose and tell Maybe. yourself, I'm not going to eat, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, it might work. I think yeah. uh, I tried to for a while. There's like a you Almost 40 pounds. A Buddhist diet is what I was trying to follow. So I almost I went completely what, what, vegetarian. Ryegrass and mushrooms? Nah, well, yeah. I went like vegetarian almost for about a month. But then I started feeling like I wasn't getting enough protein. So I started eating fish and chicken and stuff again. But that's what did it, man. I eat a lot of vegetables. Whole foods. It goes back to all this. The podcast, Rogan even. They're always talking about health and wellness and fitness. 
And so a lot of that, I think uh, that all goes very hand in hand with recovery. And a lot of us don't want to talk about it, but like you are kind of what you Your eat, first right? thing we talk about, spiritual, mental, and physical. Yeah. You know, physical encompasses eating Dude, right, exercising. I can get real bad So it's the food. same message no matter where you go. It's just a matter of the messenger and are you, are you open-minded to the message? Sure. So what do you think, uh, Kevin? We are the largest spike and relapse and overdoses we, we're, we're going to ever record in history is going to be through this COVID period. I mean, <clears throat> thoughts on anything we should or shouldn't be doing? Um, I'll just say this, that I'm a, uh, I have faith. Um, when I was in my loneliest, and, and I have faith growing up and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, it's always shaped different forms and whatnot. But God brought me to the, the 12 steps and traditions and... Uh, I, I I have hope. I have faith in that he didn't bring us this far to fall off the cliff. Sure. So I think we're in for uh, maybe maybe a long who knows? haul. A long haul. You know, it, it's it, I, I feel for these people. I, I I feel for the isolation. I tried to go to a meeting the other day, and I don't know if it had closed or whatever. Well, you know, our home group meeting every Sunday night. Yeah, that's right. Out that's in the right. Park, so. uh, but you know, it was. Uh, it, I don't know. I'll just suit up and show up every day, you know? A great attitude, man. Suit up and show up every day. Hey, Kevin, if you need the volume down on your headphones, just turn the knob on two there. Okay, thank so you. So number two is number two. Yep. That's Todd, our techie. He is voiced in on the show today. Good work, Todd, man. Todd's having fun today, aren't you? It's a, it's a it's an easy easy uh, Thursday. Easy Thursday. Right. I, you know, it's a nice lackadaisical yeah. Thursday. I love Thursdays for some reason. You pass home day, coming up on the weekend chore day. Uh, I mean, don't get no better than that. Uh, but now, now I'm even happier because we ain't have much rain, so I don't have to cut the grass probably. Do got to do a lot of water. My wife did did plant a lot of extra plants this year, so I didn't realize you could spend so much time watering for something you didn't have nothing to do with, you know, so... But, <laughs> That's, that's interesting. Ian, what's going on, bud? I mean, Eagle. It doesn't even matter at this point. Y'all know who it is. But yeah, the... Uh, well, I was going to say that back to what you are talking about with that spike. The spike. Um, the key to everything is what you're talking about, man. We need more more pathways. More, But the introduction is the hardest part, right? To get someone Find the one that's right for you. Well, no, I mean, even in 12 steps, it's hard enough just to get someone to the point, unless it's done by the courts or their parents or whoever's controlling their life with, with you know, in, enabling them, whatever it may be. It, I think it's difficult just to make the jump to get to your first meeting or to even to that even first think was hard man to even think you yeah. might need that you yeah. know but there's a lot of with with the opiate epidemic though i think people know like it's pretty obvious when you're when you have a, a problem right i mean i would well think. the opiate epidemic is a spike on the addiction epidemic sure you know, we, we have an addiction epidemic opiate's a spike and then now it's a fentanyl spike oh yeah i don't even and think then, then you got the benzodiazepine they're, yeah, they're spiking bad, big time bad. And a lot of these are manufactured drugs. They're not really pharmaceutical. Yeah, well, yeah, they're drugs. they're made in China and pressed Where, to look like wherever. The, yeah. Well, the internet's made it so you know people can just order whatever they want, and it's it's sketchy. It, I think I saw something where you uh, a while back had said that McShin or something had done some thing where you guys like ordered something do you, you know what i'm talking oh, about oh we had a kid that wanted to show how easy it was to, to order get, to get fentanyl gummy fentanyl all over the mail yeah man it's it's so it's they went online and they pulled it up we had a news guy over here we said look you go right here to this website give me your credit card you'll have some gummy bears in three to five days and they showed up didn't they I, well we, i don't know if we sent them here or not i, don't, yeah, I can't remember I, I think there was like an article about it or something yeah, i yeah. read about but uh but anyway beyond that I think the thing is with the opiate epidemic too is like, you know, it's just you, like yeah. You've been following Portugal drug law, of course, I man. Mean, should we do that here? Absolutely. That's what I was about <laughs> to bring up next. Uh, I think they need to completely end the drug war, uh, tax and regulate everything, and uh, and you'd have way less overdoses, way less. Because here's the problem with the opiate epidemic. Speaking from my personal experiences, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't even think that what these people that are using heroin now. 
they're all getting just fentanyl. That's There's what no, they want now. They don't even, heroin doesn't even exist, and I don't think. And because here's what it is, and I've, I've read about it, I've researched it. Apparently, fentanyl is far cheaper to produce, and just one chemist can just make it in his his, his garage. Yeah, it's pretty easy. So you don't too. have to actually grow and harvest opium poppy, which cuts out a massive part yeah. of the world. Taliban um, going out of business. Exactly, and and it's way cheap. So I think what we're dealing with is uh, it's just it's a type of. Uh, part of the capitalistic mindset of our of our of drug dealers, even they they have no. So they're who would you rather trust? Uh, you know, a, an actual legit company that's being watched by the FDA and 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 they're regulating it, or just some guy on the corner that tells you this is well, what my, it is. My friend Christina Dent down in Mississippi, she she thinks we ought to have all legal drugs. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it'll just, cut back on the crime. All the black market drugs, exactly. take that right off the table. You, there would be no more cartels. You get the same quality drug every time. It, it yeah. won't be contaminated. I know that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people in recovery. To, to try and process. Well, but, same with regular folks on the street. They oh think yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. But and I get, I get that mindset. But then, if you really are in the front lines and you see it all the time, people dying from fentanyl. We know people right. what every two weeks that die. Every yeah, two it's weeks. a week right now. Every week, yeah. And uh, I don't think we would be experiencing those if they were purchasing if, if it. All manufactured, FDA approved, and distributed. Because then they know what they're doing. Well, they did that during the. They'll uh, still overdose if they want to. Oh, no matter what, <laughs> no matter who does. What you're still gonna have a lot, some, lot of people die. A lot sure. of people won't ruin Yeah, lives. some way less though, way less. What do you think, Kevin? You know, I'm glad y'all out there on the front lines. I'm, <laughs> you know, with my kids, I'm dealing with bubble guppies and Paw Patrol. That's good. I'm, yeah, I'm in that world right now. Your, your, your uh, wife and two kids looking pretty good, aren't they? You know, it's simple. I enjoy the simple things That's in good. life now, but I, I hear you. I, I, you know, if it wouldn't bother me if they legalized. Everything as well. I mean, let everybody let it go. You know, yeah, get rid of the black let market. Get rid and, of contamination. People drugs. are gonna do drugs either yeah. way, right? That's true. Yeah. So what are we doing? I mean, I would. I'm not gonna go buy the fentanyl at CVS, but somebody, you know, <laughs> somebody they will. Because either that or they're gonna buy it. Uh, you know. Well, this is a topic for a whole another right. podcast, right. and we'll do one on it too. Right. So. My takeaway today is, besides having an exciting one hour with two of my buddies, is the good life on, on, on in Kevin's world is is a full time job, going to church on Sunday, beautiful wife that you love each other, two great kids, bright looking future. Ian, you found a pathway that works for you. You, I've never seen Old you Igor. happier. Igor, I mean. <laughs> I never seen a seen you happier. You know what I mean. You know, you you found your own little pathway, and life yeah, is yeah, good. It's and, good. It's good. And I just see nothing but promise around here, all the way around, man. Just just stay the course, you know, and can keep up the good work. Uh, Todd, we got anything coming up? Are we good for a few days, or how's it looking? Uh, we're we're good for a few days. We'll be back next week. Uh, so next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Next yep. Tuesday. We'll, we'll we'll line up a great show for next Tuesday yep. at two o'clock. Um, and we appreciate everybody yeah. listening. Uh, God bless everybody hey, out there. Can I get there. a shameless plug on my CD right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Kevin, I'm sitting here with Kevin's CD. Yeah. Uh, you a, can't really see it on the live thing. But talk yeah. about that briefly, Kevin. Oh, I was just going to say, this is... Uh, What's the name of it? It's a uh, Foxhole Memoir. Foxhole That's, Memoir. Yeah, and it's on all the streaming Spotify, services. YouTube, yeah, Spotify, YouTube, all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I pulled it up on it's Spotify. It's a shameless plug it's on my part. Kevin but. Tribble, you, you won't, you won't uh, I'll get Todd to put that up on. Yeah, our, I appreciate that. Right there right on Spotify. There it is. You know, download it, buy it, purchase it. Was made it. with a bunch of friends, and 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 I like and the song. I like the song, Foxhole Memoir. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna listen to it all. Ro- the time road work, trip. Man. I feel like I just been on a road trip. Right. Uh, bring in the clown. Definitely yeah. just brought the clown. Right. Bus ride home. Bus ride home. Uh, Lenny, who? Uh, field trip, chaperone. Field trip, chaperone. Yeah. Tight grip. Pink elephant. Ah. Florentia and Chicken Bubba. Chicken Bubba, that, that was my favorite. I like the, the album title, man. Foxhole Memoir. That's that's a good title. That was, uh, I think that was the first song I wrote clean. 
Foxhall. It's just, you know. I was stunned when I listened to the disc. I thought, my God, this is like, this is up there with Bob Dylan, John Brown. So is it quality uh, music, you know? You know, and I'm just, I'm a believer that everybody's got something in them. Right. You know sure. what I mean? And then when you try and apply, yeah. you can pull it out. I think we're and all they, artists. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, it ain't the best, but it's it's all I could do. And, but I'm, I'm proud of it. And, uh, and yeah. It did, it, did you uh, – I haven't listened to it yet. Is it it's, – it's a band, or did you do all the instruments? Or? No, it's got a couple people that live out in Seattle. Okay. And, and yeah, so yeah. you bounce. The technology is great. Yeah, would you splice or something? Uh, yeah, they, they, you send out a file, and they they send it back. And yeah, are you from – Yeah. Nice. And, uh, and – just people around. Is that you up there, Kevin Tribble, here now? Nice. No, that's nice. not me. That's the wrong Does one, Todd. Like no, no, he's the link wasn't you. Oh yeah, it was you. It was you. What's the matter? You taking that shit? You taking that? I was like, that's not me. Pop that back up, Eddie. You got it on there. That's it. All right, gang. That's it for today. We appreciate everybody joining us, hanging in there with us. Like I said, we love you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next Tuesday. More later. Thank you very much. 